Creator, reveal your good to the world so that all will know you and begin to live according to love your friend as yourself. Cover the world with your peace for your sake. Yes, today one of the friends asked me he said that he loses confidence day after day the feeling that he's feeling this life and stability and every day he needs to do certain actions with strain forcefully to bring himself back to feeling life, to feel confidence in life. And I felt that state in him. I'm not managing to find the right words right now. But to find oneself not in life, not in movement, kind of like a person that is in some clear, certain, sure and known place, familiar place. I explained to him that this situation is good. It actually comes from a direct act of the Creator upon him that he is being given an opportunity through this to find himself not connected with his desires and thoughts, his regular desires and thoughts towards others, but he should seek how to be dependent on them with forces of bestowal with different other forces. And then he will see that it's actually help that he's being given right now. And that it comes directly from the Creator. And that it invokes in him all kinds of feelings and difficulties, regular difficulties, where he always felt himself from the moment he was born and began to develop, he always looked for people that would support him, that he would support them, and draw them towards the life of lives. But now it is taking out of him this feeling that he's in life, in the center of life, connected to everyone that is necessary, to whoever he can. But on the contrary, they want to uh, move him through certain torments and through those torments he'll feel himself kind of in the air and to move from egoistic connections he has to 
connections of giving and bestowal. And then when he searches for this, he will perform inner movements such that he will want to activate himself in the form of bestowal to others. The main thing is to feel them. And this way, he will also come closer to revealing the network of bestowal, the spiritual network that he's in. Rising above ourselves. We can come to that confidence only as we are connected to the group and through the group to the greater. Beforehand, we will always be in a feeling of lacks, a lack for existence, a lack in connection, in the reasons of what happens to us in each and everything, in every manner. But the confidence we attain through the group and the Creator, where the Creator fills the group on His behalf, and I'm incorporated in the group on my behalf, then to the extent that I am in the system called group, with the Creator that fills and supplies there all His presence, I come to complete confidence. Uh, I didn't understand the reaction to the friend that you spoke about, how he loses his confidence every day, the sense of stability, the sense of life. I told him that in his place, I would be happy that the Creator is working with him here and is truly pulling the rug out of his feet from, from under his feet that he's on, and that he has nothing that he can rely upon, so that he will seek through the friends and the Creator a new foundation, a new base. How, how do we instill joy in such a dark state? It's not dark. He advances through this. Why is it dark? You have before you a table that is set and you are with the feeling of hunger. So rejoice that you have both this and that, two things that cover one another, complete one another. Why dark? Where you are, let's say, confused, but you know that now you're going to solve the confusion and in it you attain the essence of life. Because each day a person feels, as you said, the rug has been pulled from under his feet, there's insecurity, uh, no confidence. Uh, maybe it's not dark, but there's nothing to, to, to really hold on to. If you hold yourself at this moment in life only, adhered to time, then certainly you're lacking confidence and you... And it's truly like someone's pulling the rug from under your feet. 
But if you're aimed to the future, not the distant future, then you are happy. Because all that is being done to you is so that you will advance a little more, a little more forward. And when you feel that you are powerless, uh, each day your powers are dwindling, and you understand the powers are from the friends, from the past. But even for this, you have no power. Where do you take the powers from this? First of all, a lack of forces is from the Creator, that He's not giving us the forces, that He is taking out of us the forces. He's emptying our vessels so that we will come to new vessels. But what do you do in that state? Even if you attach it to the Creator, you're still in that state. It's it's a prolonged state. In this state, you need to be adhered to the society in the arvut with the group, with the society. Yes. You need, you know, like... Uh, like you're laying on a stretcher and letting your friends carry you. Just like in a... Uh, I'll repeat the question. It turns out that in the beginning you have fuel from egoistic reasons. This is what makes you move. Of course, yes. So, I'm trying to understand this transition from egoistic reasons, egoistic fuel, into a fuel that comes from bestowal. How does that transition happen? That's done to you from above. That is done, this change is done to you from above. Were you already, it's not simple. It's salvation already, yes. But it's just really sensed that until this change happens, as long as I can't convince myself egoistically, I can't do what I have to do. You just do. do those actions, but from those actions, you understand that you need to do them seemingly in order to bestow. That's called from Lolishma, we come to Lishma. It's as if the intentions are not there. They're far from being. The gap between the desirable state and the existing state is what advances you. Yeah. What can you do? So what is that state when you're just hanging in the air and uh, you don't want to be under the control of the ego, so to speak? Right. You don't want to be under the, the influence of the lower world and you have yet to come to the control of the upper world. So what do you do? Heaven and earth, that's where you are. And you're making efforts more and more and more until penny and another penny add up to a great sum. Clear. So, besides, other than time and, and more efforts in everything we do, there is no way to change it. 
No, all there is here is the quality of the effort and the quantity of the effort. So with the quantity of the effort, we are more or less okay. But when it comes to the quality of the effort, not yet. We are still not quite depicting to ourselves the correct state that we want to be in. Final question. Can you direct us what exactly we need to focus on in terms of the quality of the effort? Most of the verses we're reading here talk about Sorry, I have another question. Ines, how do you uh, hold on? How do you maintain yourself in a state of between heaven and earth? Look, there are several means to sustain yourself. Mainly, it's to continue just like yesterday, also today, just demand more. Demand more of the spiritual result. That's it. There's not a whole lot more here. But will I now go over all those verses, all the advices we've already heard? Every day they need to appear. All these advices need to present themselves in a new way, in another way. But the main thing is to awaken from habit so that today won't be like yesterday, so that every day will be a, a new day. So, exit number 20. The will to receive for oneself in us was created only to be eradicated, abolished from the world, and be turned into a desire to bestow. The pains we suffer are but revelations of its nothingness and the harm in it. You're hearing what he's saying. We need to discover the extent in which our will to receive on one hand controls us, but on the other hand, it is truly zero. Yes? Indeed, when all the when all human beings agree to abolish and eradicate their will to receive for themselves and have no other desire but to bestow upon their friends, all worries and jeopardy in the world would cease to exist. We would all be assured of a whole and wholesome life, since each of us would have a whole world caring for us, ready to satisfy our needs. Yet, while each of us has only a desire to receive for oneself, this is the source of all the worries, suffering, wars, and slaughter we cannot escape. They weaken our bodies with all sorts of sores and maladies, and you find that all the agonies in our world are but manifestations offered to our eyes to prompt us to revoke the evil klipa shell of the body and assume 
the complete form of the desire to bestow. It is, as we have said, that the path of suffering itself can bring us to the desired form. But it's a long path, the path of suffering. If we add connection to it and the drawing of the reforming light, then we have a shorter path, much shorter. Number 21. One does not live for oneself, but for the whole chain. Thus, each and every part of the chain does not receive the light of life into itself, but only distributes the light of life to the whole chain. This is very short and to the point. Again, Again, excerpt 21. One does not live for oneself, but for the whole chain. Thus, each and every part of the chain does not receive the light of life into itself, but only distributes the light of life to the whole chain. This we kind of seen, need to see before us, because the intention of each one of us burns. We all want to advance, he just forget that for that we have to be connected to others. That advancement is together. That he needs to adhere to the friends in the group and with them advance, not alone. That alone, he's just traveling backwards. And if he adheres to the friends, there's like a a driving belt that moves him forward. What is that chain, that link in the chain? Is it the person? Is it the ten? We need to see ourselves as operating in the ten. If I want to advance forward, I need to be adhered in the ten. Therefore, every moment I adhere myself to the group, to the ten, I advance. When I don't feel that I'm connected with them, I I don't advance. At least I don't advance. It could be that I'm even retreating. There's a certain like a belt um, that that is moving us forward, or if I'm alone, it either stands still or even travels backwards. That's how we need to feel it. And to the extent in which we connect between us, we attain the lights of nefesh, ruach, neshama, chaya, yechida. Through this, we rise to spiritual degrees. If in the work of connection with the friends we feel the sweetness 
in the connection. And then we yearn egoistically for that thing. What do we do with it? With what intention? Don't worry, Vincent. Let it be sweet. Let it be good that you're with the friends. That is okay. It doesn't bother. It doesn't bother. You can enjoy being connected to the friends. And here the question comes, whether you are with them together in order to feel good, or you are with them together in order to advance to the purpose of creation. So gradually, slowly, slowly, when you're with them together, and you receive together the reforming light, the light arranges the form of connection between each of us with with everyone. So don't worry. It's okay. You can enjoy from connection with the friends. Well, can I ask another question? If I understand correctly, the inner intention has to change. Uh, this inversion in order to receive or in order to bestow will come from your presence in the ten where you suddenly start to feel that the light that influences on the the ten draws you to be in the ten to give yourself to the ten to soul devotion to the ten to connect with them and then from there you will start to be in order to bestow Chadera 1 Good morning Good morning Is is the feeling of working in the chain is the personal feeling of of a person or is it the work of the ten meaning you take strength to do the personal work from the forces the ten gives you or is it the work of the whole ten this is your personal private work and to the extent in which you incorporate the ten you also use the forces of the ten until you discover in order to bestow that you belong to them and you work together How can we measure how much we bestow upon the whole chain, the the, the whole ten? We can't measure that yet. How can we? What, What tools, what vessels do I have yet? How can I know that I'm adding every day, every moment? How can I know that I'm adding in the right direction? As much as you can until there's no end to it. And it all accumulates, and you already receive a the correct sum. When you come to the correct sum, you, you'll get it. And if, and if each day I feel that I'm doing less and less, is it still accumu- accumulating? 
then that is where you're being demanded to give forth more prayer every day. It's true that every day you see the truth more and more, that you don't have forces, but that's so that you will demand. Where will you get the forces? From yourself. We need to work for the whole chain, meaning the truth is that we need to work for all of humanity. And we're also doing this. We just not are we're not aware of it. But all the work of the Kabbalists is to reveal that point of contact, at least with the Creator, and to draw all of humanity after that. Yes. Okay. Well, give us another excerpt. Excerpt 22, sorry. One who truly wants to serve the Creator must include himself with all creations, connect himself with all the souls, include himself with them, and they with him. That is, you should leave for yourself only what is needed for connecting the Shekhinah, divinity, so to speak. This requires closeness and many people. For the more people serve the Creator, the more light of the Shekhinah appears to them. For this reason, one must include himself with all the people and with all creations and raise everything to their root, to the correction of the Shekhinah. Workshop. What is it considered that you shouldn't leave yourself only what's necessary for the connection of the Shekhinah. What does it mean to work and to do where you don't leave for yourself only what is needed for the connection of the Shekhinah? So, in order to be cons- care for the connection of the Shekhinah, because it's actually the, the correction of the Kli that was shattered in the state of Adam Rishon. So, what do we need to do? How can we depict these things together? That each and every one constantly cares for the way that he's connected with the friends. Yes? How one's connection will be as whole as possible. Whole meaning that it will include everyone in all their different states, and for them not to separate in any way. But each and every one will receive an impression from everyone to the extent in which each of them needs to be as one man in one heart. And the connection needs to be mutual, integral, whole and it needs to be so powerful and with such a quality like the creator himself 
if we each time depict our work in such a way, we will advance and come closer to the form in which the Creator will begin to reveal Himself in the connection between us. So it turns out that we build the vessel, and what fills the vessel is the upper light, the Creator Himself. quality that we need now, not quantity. You're right, because there is there is quantity and there's quality. In the multitude of people is the king's glory. I, I dwell amongst my people. That's as far as the quantity. The quantity is ten people that are connected between them at least. Yes, no more than that. But there needs to be another quantity and another quantity and another. Just like we learn these examples from the Torah, from the portion of Ito. And the quality, we need to see that it is eternal to, to infinity, to Insof. 125 degrees that we need to rise up upon until the complete unity. To what extent in our generation are we dependent on bringing many people closer? To what extent must our correction be in the multitude of the people? I can't really tell you. We are operating in the framework of the last generation. And they're all the laws, all the rules that operate in the end of correction. They're not quite yet the laws of the end of correction, but we're already in a state in which there are no limitations. You want to perform the highest corrections? Please. In the previous generations, such things were not there. But rather, each and every generation was limited. Just like you have in the degrees, now we're entering a state in which all of us can enter. And therefore, we're erecting our society to be included of all of humanity. Yes? And everyone can enter, everyone can participate, and there is no, there are no limitations. Okay, well, a question is, what now does this spiritual ascent depend upon in another hundred people entering our circle or? Quantity and quality. Both? Well, actually, more about quality to the extent to which we're close to each other, dependent on each other. Um, Kind of hanging ourselves on each other. This is really our our progress. And yet we have to understand that it's a matter of accumulation. We need more to, to add more and more and more quantity of effort, labor, until many pennies make a great, a great amount. And then we'll, we'll begin to discover the state that we're really in. Rav, so how, if you have some kind of advice, how to intensify qualitative effort? Through the thought, persisting in in thinking that I can't succeed without the friends, and what I cannot do, they will do.
Do we leave those or? Both. We need to leave everything that we cannot be, that we cannot incorporate in the end of correction. At every degree, we have to build the end of correction, the final correction. As much as we understand, as much as we can. That's it. This needs to be like our goal. And then we will reach the ascent each and every day. There's nothing more than prayer. At the end of all our efforts, all of our scrutinies, there has to be a prayer. This is why we have to, several times a day, come to a prayer, ideally three times a day. In the beginning of the day, what we want to achieve, in the middle of the day, when we connect in order to have this common force to continue, and at the end of the day, when we more or less understand that we've done something throughout the day, and we're hoping to continue tomorrow. This is how it should be. And we need to organize ourselves accordingly the connections between us, in the ten and then between the tens. Attention to the bodies. We need to connect in our desires, in directing them toward the goal. And to the extent that our intentions are to be in one desire and be incorporated in the Creator uh, in the end, and to give the Creator a place to fill us, to, to, to land in us. This is what we need to depict. And there's nothing corporeal in it, only a desire. Rav, the request, give me importance, give me to see your greatness. Is that a correct request? Why do you need it? You need to ask something that you really feel you need. I'm lacking it. In in order to what? You need it to advance? In order to connect, in order to invest more in the ten. I'm being dragged behind them, but I'm not bringing it. It's kind of like not coming from me. If you really need the feeling of the greatness of the Creator, because by this you'll be able to subjugate yourself, subjugate yourself toward connection with the friends, not disconnect from the purpose of the the advancement, then ask. Another question about the request. What's the difference between the importance a person receives from the environment and him asking directly from the Creator for it? The Creator is a common force that's operating on the ten. If you're asking from within the ten, you are turning directly to Him. If you are turning to Him alone, it's like a, it's like an, a, a cry in the desert. And this is why we need to try to have the ten, and from the ten, we ask.
in the ten. That all of us in the ten try to reach this, to, to come to scrutinize this one deficiency. And we agree on it, and it we raise to the Creator. And we keep in our hearts that deficiency for as long as possible and with an increasing power. And this certainly works, and it works very powerfully. How do we get to that luck? Through scrutiny. This is why we are in this world, meaning in a state where we can a state where we can discuss what we're in, even if we are in order to receive. What is to bestow in the ten? What is to actually bestow in the ten? Bestowing in the ten means helping every friend not disconnect from the ten, connect to it more and more, and Hold on to the purpose. Hello, Rav. From Kabu 9. I heard that you said that the gap between the desirable state and the existing state is what advances us. How does this happen? It's a feeling of a deficiency that promotes me, that pushes me forward. Yes. From PT29. In excerpt 20, Valasam talks about the annulment of the desire to receive. If so, why are the benefits that he presents here sounded sounding like benefits of the will to receive? Uh, it just seems that way to you. Keep going and you'll see how spiritual they are. Okay. May you say from USA, Northeast, is there a difference between greatness and attainment? Does everyone feel that growth together? No. Each one according to his contribution, according to his incorporation in the ten. Maxim from Siberia is asking, what is it to ask from within the ten? To be incorporated with a general desire in the ten, and with that desire you ask. From within that desire. Last question from PT30. In excerpt 18, it's written that we're not allowed to... destroy anything from this world. And in 20, it's written that we need to get rid of the will to receive from the world. We need to clean up the will to receive from all kinds of forms that do not support the goal. We can't erase or burn or do anything. We only clean it in in our youth. We got to number 23. Okay. Go ahead. It is written, I dwell among my own people. The Zohar says, one should never retire from the people because the mercy of the Creator is always on the whole people together. 
This means that if one asks the Creator to give him vessels of bestowal, as our sages said, as he is merciful, you be merciful too. One should pray for the whole collective. This is because then it is apparent that his aim is for the Creator to give him vessels of pure bestowal. As it was written, the mercy of the Creator is always on the whole people together. It is known that there is no giving of half a thing from above. This means that when abundance is given from above to below, it is for the whole collective. Yes, the light that comes from above comes to the whole collective, and to the extent that we're close to the whole collective, we are closer to the light. Read it again. Again, excerpt 23. It is written, I dwell among my own people. The Zohar says, one should never retire from the people because the mercy of the Creator is always on the whole people together. That's the main thing, that within the people, there is always the quality of the Creator. We don't see it or feel it, but this is where it is. Even if it's a broken vessel, it's broken from our perspective so that we will come to sympathize with the Creator, to similarity with the Creator, but the Creator is in the vessel, in the desire, in the people. This means that if one asks the Creator to give him vessels of bestowal, as our sages said, as he is merciful, you be merciful too. One should pray for the whole collective. This is because then it is apparent that his aim is for the Creator to give him vessels of pure bestowal. As it is written, the mercy of the Creator is always on the whole people together. It is known that there is no giving of half a thing from above, which means that when abundance is given from above to below, it is for the whole collective. Woman Hebrew. Women Hebrew, what does it mean not to depart from the people? Not to depart or retire from the people means a person has to worry, besides being in the ten, about how he brings through the ten correction to the whole world, to all the people in the world. Because this is the purpose of the Creator in the end, to he, he broke the vessel of Adam Rishon that included all the souls in it, and that vessel he wants to achieve adhesion, connection, to the extent that they are adhered to one another, so they are... No. It doesn't sound, it, it isn't heard. The Creator doesn't hear it. This is regular people. And they cry, they have great sorrow, and they cry. They cry out of the sorrow that the Creator awakens in them. So they 
there is no progress from their suffering because the suffering itself is given by the upper providence. So how they respond. So what, 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 what is it in their response? Where is their own response in, in their cries? What do they want? Nothing. Only for the pains to stop. But the pains themselves come down on them because they were wrong. They, they had to come out from that state to a more advanced state. So, how, how does the, the, the measure of the crying help? It doesn't help at all. This is people's, this is the whole problem of people. This is why we need to explain to them gradually that the correction of the world depends on how much we connect between us and by this set an example to all of humanity so it will connect and then to the extent of our connection when we somehow make ourselves similar to that vessel of Adam Rishon before the breaking, before the sin by this we will awaken in our world, in our situation um, positive forces and feelings until we come to the complete correction How to check the purity of the intention when I'm asking for the greatness of the Creator. We check the cleanness of the intention in the the breaking, when we see how broken we are in the group. Moscow 8. What enters in the framework of necessity of a person that goes on the path of truth and who decides that? It's relative to excerpt 22. Necessity. There is corporeal necessity and there is spiritual necessity. Corporeal necessity each person determines according to his to the corporeal framework that he is in. Now we understand more or less what it means. Spiritual necessity we need to understand that it is unlimited. We have to come to a state where we live only in a desire to, in the intention to bestow and nothing for ourselves. And as much as we receive through this intention to bestow upon others, as much as we receive through it for ourselves, this will be enough for us. We will not want more. We would even relinquish this, but we wouldn't be able to exist if we did. This is why there has to be in us the light of chasadim, and in the end, a little bit of light of chokhmah, so we can bestow upon others. I need to know that all of my progress is in my level of connection, my my measure of connection with the friends. And all the activities I do 
in my group. If it is not for increasing the connection, these other activities don't help me. On the contrary, they might even push me further. So, the most important thing for me is to come to connection. See how difficult it is, how difficult it is. And this is only the beginning of the correction. But to the extent that we connect within connect within our small framework, we can already begin to reveal spiritual lights, great spiritual lights. No, we have a few more. Mac 25, in what manner does a quantitative transition from the accumulation of suffering and intention for myself happen to the intention towards others and bestow? In what manner? By doing it by force. I become incorporated with my friends and I want to be with them. As close as we possibly can be. And this is how we will advance. I have to do it through, against my will, against my nature, to press, to pressure myself as much as possible and ask the friends and ask the Creator to give us the powers to connect together above all the calculations. Sochi. Sochi. If we advance a little to bestow, will we feel pleasure from everything the Creator depicts to us? Um. Yes. Of course we'll feel it. But it's not like this pleasure, uh, pleasure will come and we will receive it in order to receive. When we work on spirituality in order to receive pleasure, it will never happen that we will attain. We have to ask the Creator to give us the upper light so we will understand how much being in the upper light is necessary is a spiritual pleasure, a pleasure of bestowal. I don't enjoy in my vessels. I want to receive new vessels, vessels of bestowal, and in them I want to enjoy by giving to others. And not that it will be good for me, but that good will come come for me to everyone else. Try to talk about it in such a way that you will understand how much, how opposite it is from where we are today. Let's continue some more. So, excerpt 24. One should pray one's prayer in the collective since he does not despise their prayer, even though they are not all with the intent and the will of heart. 
As it is written, he has regarded the prayer of the destitute. Thus, he only observes the prayer of an an individual. But with the prayer of many, he does not despise their prayer, even though they are unworthy. He has regarded the prayer of the destitute, means that he accepts his prayer, but it is an individual who is mingled with many. Hence, his prayer is as a prayer of many. Okay, well, these are the words of Zohar. There are new definitions here. We'll continue. 25. The prayer that we pray is the correction of the Holy Divinity to extend abundance to her, to satisfy all her deficiencies. For hence, all the requests are in plural form, such as, and grant us knowledge from you, or bring us back, our Father, into your law. This is so because the prayer is for the whole of Israel, since all that there is in the Holy Divinity exists in the whole of Israel. And what is lacking in her is lacking in the whole of Israel. It follows that when we pray for the whole of Israel, we pray for the Holy Divinity, since they are the same. Well, the whole vessel of Adam Arishon that was broken, and we have to um, erect it to reconnect all the broken parts, this is called establishing uh, erecting the Shekhinah together so everyone will be connected and what will be revealed then in this whole vessel is is the common light the general light that will be called Excerpt number 26. It is impossible to receive anything without equivalence. Rather, there must always be equivalence. Hence, when he evokes mercy on himself, it follows that he is engaged in reception for himself. And the more he prays, not only is he not preparing the clee for equivalence, but on the contrary, sparks of reception form within him. It turns out that he is going the opposite way, meaning while he, we sh- he should prepare vessels of bestowal, he is preparing vessels of reception. Cleave unto his attributes is specifically as he is merciful, so you are merciful. Hence, when he prays for the public, through this prayer he engages in bestowal. And the more he prays, to that extent he forms vessels of bestowal, by which the light of bestowal, called merciful, can be revealed. Kazakhstan. Good. Kazakhstan. Thank you, Rav. Rav, please tell me how to feel what to ask from the Creator for the friends. 
Well, if you can't, if you cannot reveal the right desire for the friends, then I can't tell you what to do. Talk to them. Ask them. If you don't feel it, but you need to come to a feeling what is actually missing in the tent, is needed for the tent, and then ask the Creator. Because otherwise, what prayer do you have? Without a prayer, you can't achieve the goal. Right? Everything is revealed through the prayer. A prayer is a request that should be for the sake of the group. So you need to be incorporated in the group to feel, not just verbally think for yourself, as if you know, but to feel their deficiencies a little deeper in, and those deficiencies raise to the Creator and ask for the group for the Creator to give us, to give them, the friends, to all of them, and you're a part of them. This is really what is called a prayer of many, a prayer for the many. If I could be more precise, the thing is, I feel that we're lacking the force of connection, of bestowal, but I don't see that the friend is even speaking about it. On the one hand, the more we talk, the better, because we're scrutinizing. But on the other hand, it loses quality. You understand? Uh, it, um, you know, we talk and talk and talk, and, and then so the inner power disappears. So we have to be careful. What if I feel that the friends have desires, and my own, desires of this world that prevent them from connecting and reaching bestowal? So what should I ask for the Creator for that? For your friends to feel what all of us truly need, and that this deficiency will be as one for all of us, and that over this deficiency we will turn to the Creator and ask Him, and we will be rewarded with the Creator answering us, changing our desire, correcting it, and making it such that we will be directed precisely at... Thank you, How to use the growing desires that specifically through them we can aim ourselves to more annulment and adhesion to the tent. We should try to direct all of our desires towards connection. All of our desires towards connection more and more and more. And that's how we'll succeed. I I don't have more to add. All right? Okay. Now let's uh, let's do a workshop. Five minutes. So, what 
did we understand from this lesson with regards to prayer for the group? Connection and prayer. What's our summary? Please. Workshop. On to understand anything. At our times, there's a bigger desire, but not sufficient to go all the way on that principle that we can go to in order to bestow. Following that, from Moscow 18, how to direct ourselves in a way that through disseminating Kabbalah, the light will flow from us to the whole Kli so that our mind follows our heart. For this, we need to be connected between us, and as much as we want to connect to the world, meaning those who are outside of us, that to them we want to disseminate, to the extent that we connect those external vessels to us, so the upper light will also come to us and go through us to those same external vessels that we connect to us. A few general questions, Latin 13. They asked you in the beginning of the lesson how to increase the qualitative effort, and I heard you answer by persistence in thought, and I can't do it without friends, and what I can't do, they will do. What does it mean that what I can't, they will do? Because I can't always be concerned even for myself, or in a vessel called Arvut. That's why each one has to be concerned about the others, and in this way we need to advance only by incorporation between us. Chili one, when I raise a prayer all the time, by that do I improve the intention that I put into the prayer? Yes. Yes. Piti six is the desire to connect strongly to the friends tighter and tighter uh, the work in thought especially in thought but we need also deeds in order to strengthen the thought as it's written everything will be clarified in thought but in order for everything to be clarified in thought for that we also need deeds